All right, what's going on, guys? Uh, welcome back to another episode. Uh, today's episode is just going to be a little bit different. Um, as I exit my old job and head on to school, um, I just want to do a episode of you guys being able to meet my mentor and someone who has pretty much like guided me throughout my career here and has taught me a lot um, and what I need to do and how I need to be living. Um, I would say... I was pretty rough beforehand. Um, I'm going to ask you about what you thought of me before. Um, you like seriously became a mentor and then um, what your final thoughts are now that I'm leaving. Today was essentially my last day. Um, I'm not coming in anymore. So <laughs> I hope you know that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So, so yeah, as this final transition goes through, um, I just thought it'd be interesting for you guys to hear a different side of, of my life and like a little, something a little bit more personal. I know like I talk to you guys a lot about different bullshit, like sports movies and, and whatnot, but uh, I thought it'd be entertaining to show you guys this side. Um, so yeah, Valerie, say hi. Hi. I'm just going to call you Valerie just cause it's easier. Um, other people think it's weird if I call you by your last name, but, but yeah, so here she is. Um, one of the first questions I have for you is what was your first impression of me? And now that I'm finally leaving, what are your kind of like final thoughts? Like, obviously we're going to stay connected. Um, but what are your final thoughts now that I'm on my way out? So which one do you want first? My first impression? Yeah, first impressions and like what you thought of me beforehand, before then, and like how I've grown from now. Middle and end. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so, uh, my first impression uh, was that you were super goofy. Uh, I would hear people talking about your training and that you weren't really getting it, <laughs> but that you were really, really funny. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I remember. Hey, sorry about that. Sorry. No, it's okay. Um, <clears throat> I didn't think that you weren't getting it because I didn't really know. Um, but like I wasn't a, a part of your training process. Um, mm. But I enjoyed your company. So I can say that you were one of my favorites um, right off the bat because you were just, uh, you had a very infectious energy. Um, but as, as a professional, um, I think we finally had sat down and I asked if you felt like you were underestimated. Mm -hmm. And I thought that you, along with a few others, were definitely people that got overlooked um, based on their first impressions. And I didn't like that. And I remember that. Let mm -hmm. uh, me. <laughs> <laughs> um, for the middle, when I started mentoring you, um, honestly, I think that you really just needed somebody to believe in you so that you could take things seriously. Um, I felt like you felt that people didn't take you seriously, so you in turn didn't take things seriously, and I'm a big believer that people live up to the standards that you set for them. Right. And I felt that because no one expected anything of you, that you just, that's what you stayed at, right? Mm -hmm. And and 
through no fault of your own, right? Because if you're new to an organization and you're new to something and there's not somebody to sit you down and, and take you through those things to teach you, you know, how to thrive, um, then what are you going to do, right? You, you aren't at the capacity where you can recognize, hey, I need somebody to show me this way. You know, that, it, doesn't, it doesn't make sense right. to expect that from somebody so new. Um, so I have been um, completely amazed at what you've turned into and, and how you've developed. Um, because I have people who they're, they're great, right? They turn into these, these great analysts or these great, you know, um, professionals. Um, but one thing that I really loved about your development is that everything that you learned, you made sure to find somebody and teach them to. Mm-hmm. And one of the, the best things I've ever heard um, was you can tell if you're a great leader, if you leave and things fall apart, you're a terrible leader. Because mm-hmm. you aren't showing people, you know, how to develop, how to grow, how to fill your position. And you very much went out of your way to make sure that every single thing that you did in the organization, that somebody was going to come back and fill that, that void, right? right? Things are going to be okay. They're probably not going to be as good. I will say that. <laughs> I already did today. Uh, and it was like four hours and I was like, ah, <laughs> um, but they'll be okay. And people yeah. are going to grow into these, these things. But I, I think that not only, I mean, have you grown as a leader, but I think you've grown as a man. Mm-hmm. Um, you stepped up, you've identified, you know, what you want out of life. Um, and you're going after what you want. And, and I will never, ever criticize that, right? I'm so unbelievably proud of you. Um, I really can't stress that enough because you found yourself. You know, you got to know who you were as a person. You found what makes you happy. And you decided to go 100% all in. And you're going the right way. And you're making everything that you dreamed of come true. You know, so I'm really proud of you. I think that that's great. I mean, my last impression, not really last impressions, because I swear to God, if you guys cut contact off with me, like, <laughs> get to me. Um, but um, I think that I'm not worried. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't worry about you. Like, I, yeah, I, I, I have the full belief that you will go out there, you're going to go to school, you're going to do great things in this life. And I think that, um, that you're not going to get lost, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes I get a little bit worried about some people going off and being around the wrong people. And I'm like, Oh, like, how's it going to turn out? And I, I don't think that's what's going to happen with you. I think mm-hmm. that you know who you are, and you know what you want to do. And you know what you stand for. Right, right. Yeah, I think when I first got here, I think you're. I was that lost. Obviously, I was still goofy and everything. Cause just that's just who I am. But I felt, especially looking back now, I felt like I was that lost kid, and I just had no direction. Just honestly, I really just hated um, the Air Force and everything. And I was like, this, this shit is ass. And <laughs> <laughs> and it was for like a little bit, but I mean. I would say 
And you were right. I felt underestimated. I felt undervalued. Um, and I felt like I was in an organization where I didn't belong. And then once I finally, like, once you started mentoring me and started teaching me a lot on how, like, how I should value myself and how other people should value me, you kind of gave me that reassurance. I think it did change things because we saw from like beforehand, granted, I didn't have as many opportunities, but once I did, once you did become my mentor and like my direct supervisor and started giving me tasks, we saw what could happen when I was given those opportunities and I was able to come back and win awards and do things that I didn't think was even possible. I was literally just here and I was going to float by and be gone. I was just going to be just another person at this place. And, but you made sure that I wasn't just another person that you made sure that I left a precedent and a standard that should be upheld by other people. And I think that's important. Um, that I think I honestly think like without your guidance and like without you teaching me even like even though like we crack a lot of jokes and like I've heard other people say like oh you guys just joke around all the time like no it does get serious <laughs> haters <laughs> <laughs> yeah they are haters but I mean <clears throat> I think I think it did help me um, become a better person like obviously you know like more than anyone about my family life and everything like it's rough like I don't really have anybody to talk to or anything like for guidance or anything like usually like people come to me for guidance on what they need what needs to be done but I never really had anyone like that so like coming into uh, one of my first real jobs because like I mean I had a bunch of little odd jobs beforehand but um, uh, coming into like a first real job and to have like a first strong supervisor I think was really important for my growth personally especially as like a young adult um what's obviously this won't be the last piece of advice but what is the last piece of advice you have for me oh god that's a i feel like i should have been like prepped for these <laughs> actually we can save that one um <laughs> you can think about that and i have another one that i can ask um what mistakes have you made in your career that you can warn me about obviously i'm doing something completely different but as long as like just um, just being an adult even. Yeah. Um, let me see. I have a lot of mistakes that I've made in my career. Um, <laughs> uh, I think honestly one, and I think that you're already not going to make it is taking a chance on yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, right. Like just believing in like your capabilities, um, is one of them because I, there have been times where I've just doubted myself um, based on the people who were around me um, and just not feeling like I was good enough or smart enough and you know more often than night like more often than not I was right about what I was trying to go for mm -hmm. um, and then I think um, let's see I had one it just floated in my mind because Remy mm -hmm. just came um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and like obviously you've saved me like from a couple mistakes already like the big one being like me following someone else's dreams and yeah. um, moving to a place that I didn't really want to go to with someone I didn't want to be with. And if you've been listening to my past episodes, like you obviously know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get some hate mail from one 
<laughs> no, it's fine. Like, you, it, it was honestly, and it was, it was a mistake and it, it would have been a mistake had I gone through with it. Um, and even then, like you supported me, obviously I could feel that you were like, eh, that's not a good idea, but I was so naive and so, um, yeah, I was young. Uh, I just didn't know any better. And obviously now like, I know, I'd like to say I know better. I would also say, um, just giving yourself, find someone, right. Whether it's me or somebody else, you know, mm-hmm. I always say like, you need to have a lot of mentors. Um, but a big thing is just like, be realistic about yourself. Right. Um, we tend yeah. to idealize our own, um, capabilities. Sometimes there have been times where I've been smacked down and was just like, Hey, like you, you aren't doing as good as you think you're doing. And mm-hmm. it, it, it was rough. Right. But in the long run, it just makes you that much better to actually be able to reflect um, and identify those weak points and just be honest with your weaknesses and your strengths. Um, And don't be afraid to utilize other people's strengths, right? You're not going to know everything and you're not going to do everything right. But if you learn from people, you know, if you if you follow that mindset, I feel like that'll take you a lot further than it just doing it on your own. Mm -hmm just having that infinite mindset, right? We've talked about that a little bit. Um, It's fine to have finite goals. It's fine to have these things where it's like these short-term wins. Um, But going forward, you need to think infinitely. You need to think bigger um, and make sure that that you're looking towards uh, a bigger picture, essentially, right? Where you know that um, the long-term vision is where it's you're working towards something that's better for everybody it's not just better for yourself um i think that's a lot of people get caught up in that where they just think what's good for me and what's good for me right now or tomorrow or whatever rather than hey what's good for everybody what's good for the organization what's good you know what's going to help other people along yeah definitely that that stuff in mind mm-hmm so since you're my first mentor, who could you describe who your first mentor was to you? Yeah, um, my first real mentor, and I used to think it was this chief, actually, uh, who is now a chief. Um, but just looking back on it, um, my first deployment, uh, there was a captain there, and she was a short Hispanic a female captain, super feisty. Mm-hmm. And she used to make me learn a new word every single day to expand my vocabulary. Uh, a lot of su- superfluous work. That's the word she learned, <laughs> remember. Um, and she actually still is my mentor to this day. Um, we're actually very close. And she was just a firecracker. Um, mm-hmm. She used to get on my nerves is what she did. Um, but she was just constantly pushing us to be better. And it was just nice knowing that it's somebody who kind of can relate to how you came up and how you struggled and the, the barriers you faced. And she very much is one of those people that she doesn't make that excuse, um, right? She, she doesn't believe in that. What you, like what you're dealt is what you dealt, is what you're dealt. And, um, and she just, you just have to go through it. And you just have to get to a place where you're better. And she's still the same way. She's actually a commander now. Wow. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we've known each other for 
since 2010 was my first point. So 20 years, or no, sorry, 10 years. I've only mm. been in, I haven't been that long. We've uh, <laughs> <laughs> known each other for 10 years. So yeah, that was my first mentor. That's good. The, yeah, like it's something like similar, like between you, you and your first mentor and me and you is that I remember I had this one brief and I said shit in the brief and didn't think anything of it at the time. And then you came over and, and I asked you like what you thought of the brief and, and you said, no, we're going to have a conversation. And I was like, okay, she's probably just messing around. And I was like, you know, she's just, she's just kidding and everything. And then you sat me in a room and you like were clear as day that saying shit in a brief is not okay at all, which it's not, which it's not definitely not okay to say in a professional environment. Um, especially when you're talking about the stuff that we work with, like it's, it's not okay. But um, yeah, I think that like, even though it's not something like I want to hear, like obviously like bad feedback is not something you want to hear but it's definitely something that you do need to hear and that was one thing that I really appreciated is that you always told me things that I may not have wanted to hear but I did need to hear even if I didn't like it which is always great you never want yourself like yes men around yourself otherwise you'll turn into Kanye (laughs) how that what's working (laughs) oh thank you yeah yeah did you <laughs> did you think about um the best advice best last advice uh, best last advice i hate hearing that, that it says like best last advice but i think that's why why i said it that way is because i mean it is important you probably won't see me for a little while yeah i know that's so sad mm-hmm. are you like magically leaving are you for real not gonna, you're not gonna show up to your going away no i am i am i am <laughs> I guess, I mean, it kind of goes in the same regard of like what I, like some of my mistakes is just don't doubt yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, You're going to go through a lot of trials and tribulations to get to your dream. You are going to fail and you're probably going to fail a lot. And I want you to remember that even when you're failing, right, you're still doing something to get you one step closer to your dream. Right, right. And I honestly, I think more so than anything, I feel like the best piece that I could say is just be resilient. There are so many people in this world that are so talented and they're smart and they have all of these great qualities and traits, but what a lot of people don't have is resiliency. Mm. And you see all these talented people and they fail and then they just don't know what to do with them do with themselves and it's just kind of like a end like end game that's it and i feel like take that resiliency that you you are i mean you really you are you're super resilient right you've gone through a lot of things you know both at work at home you know you and you keep going and you you keep going you have a positive attitude and i just i really hope that you don't lose that and i really hope that you continue to to hone your resiliency skills mm-hmm. um because probably one of the most underrated traits that that people have it's it's such a great skill set skill set to have and i hope that you continue to use those things Um, yeah like the ability to bounce back from anything yes exactly um Mm -hmm. because uh, there's so many people like i said they fail and they don't know what to do with themselves Mm -hmm. right i mean you see it with a lot of i mean you even see in the military people don't get beats tz and they're just like oh my god 
no, I'm done. All right. Like F the air force. And it's just like, it's one thing in a, a long career. Yeah. Um, and it's like what I was telling, um, Patterson today is that like, like he was like telling me about his plan about what he wants to do and like some of the special forces stuff that he wants to do. And I was like, all right, man, like, that's great. I have no doubt that you can do it, but what are you going to do when it doesn't work out? Cause obviously you just told me that like, you're going to be super depressed when you, that you have to stay here in Missouri. Um, but like, okay, so what everybody stays here in Missouri for at least three years. Like, so what, what are you, what are you going to do about it? You're just going to yeah. sit there and mope or are you going to keep trying or are you going to try something else? Or are you going to just keep working at something that you want? He was like, Oh, well, I never really thought about that. And I was like, yeah, I mean, obviously I want the the best for you and I want you to succeed, but you also have to think like, you know, what if this doesn't work out? Am I just going to sit here and mope around or am I going to keep working and keep doing the things that I want to do to do, to complete the dream that I want and everything. And I thought that was a kind of like a good quick conversation because it's probably the, one of the last times I'm going to see him for a long time. Yeah. Um, kind of just like leave that quick message with him. Cause I think it's important because I think he's like the next one where he needs like someone to guide him. And I don't know how long you're going to be here, but yeah. <laughs> oh my God, probably forever. <laughs> yeah. We'll call you, you know, who. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> um, what is one of the biggest regrets on your professional life? And then if you want to share your personal life Let's that you see. have. My biggest regrets in my professional life. Um, I don't have many. Um, I think. Because when you talk about like missed opportunities, I mean, I got to do my dream job. Um, I've done it already. Mm-hmm. I, I found out how that was. I mean, there were certain things that I was where I thought would be cool um, to do that. I didn't get a chance to do. Um whether it's like one reason or the other. Um, but I don't really have a lot of like professional regrets. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I think I wish I would have probably started getting mentors um, a lot sooner. And I think there's actually, you know what, if there's any regrets, it's whenever there was something that, that went wrong or something that I felt like I probably should have like reported because people like, you know, mistreating other people or whatever. And I didn't say something. I think Mm -hmm. that will always be one of my regrets is I know that there's times that I should have said stuff and that I didn't um, for one reason or another, Um, whether it was like fear or whether I just felt like it wasn't my place. Um, I wish I would have had the courage to stand up to certain people. Right. And especially like seeing like all the Vanessa, I'm not going to say your last name. I'm just going to say G. Um, but Vanessa G stuff like happening in the news, like looking at that and being like, damn, like that really could have been prevented way, way earlier. Yeah. And then like looking back and on situations where I'm in, like, you know, like what, what would I do in a situation like that? Would I say something to someone else or what? Like, and, and it like makes me look back and be like, I need to start speaking up for other people. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, and I mean, even like speaking up for myself, right? There's been situations where I've told, you know, David, um, 
and he was like you should go say something like you mm. need to do something and I was like well no because I don't want to get somebody in trouble and um finally one of the guys from EO said if they're not thinking about the consequences when they're doing these things it's not your responsibility to think about the consequences for them. um and that's and true it is true and I, I actually tell my survivors all of that too because a, a lot of them what you'll see is um their biggest concern is how is it going to affect them right how is it going to affect the other person and it's not fair it's not fair to put that on somebody you know when you've gone through such a, a huge trauma um so i will say that is one of my biggest professional careers um personally I wish I would have gone to school a lot sooner. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I wish I would have taken it more seriously. Yeah. Uh, they used to say, when I remember when I was an airman, uh, they used to say, oh, you should go to school now because like, like the longer you're in, the harder it is. Mm -hmm. And good Lord, is that true? Like I keep telling people, I'm like doing, ad I did admin stuff till nine o'clock the other night. Mm -hmm. uh, and I have homework this week, so, <laughs> so um, and I stayed to like 5.20 tonight, and so it's just, um, I wish I would have done that, right, because then you just start balancing other things and other responsibilities, um, but those are my, I think those are my two bigger regrets. I don't really yeah. have regrets. That's fair. That's good, though. That's good that you don't have any regrets. I think my biggest one so far is, yeah, like I wish I would have tried harder at school. Or I wish I would have given that an opportunity instead. But I was so young and naive and very arrogant that I was like, nah, fuck this shit. <laughs> well, I honestly think for you, probably like the military was the best structure for you, if I'm being honest. Um, yeah, that's true. <laughs> just, like just seeing you from the beginning, right? Like you needed that structure. Um, because what you've walked away with and what you're walking away with is that ability to, to, to discipline yourself. And you don't see that in a lot of people, right? You have the discipline to say, hey, no, I want to work towards these things. I'm not going to go and party. I'm not going to go do these other things, right? I'm going to actually focus on things that are going to um, progress me. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't have that discipline. And, right. and you see where it takes them, right? You can go to school, but then you're like mediocre. So... I think that you needed this type of structure for yourself. Yeah. And like me and my brother were talking about that the other day is that like, I think or not. Yeah. Um, I think I needed this because I think the path that I was headed down had I stayed would have been like a really bad one. Yeah. Um, I was hanging around people that I shouldn't have been hanging around with and doing things that I shouldn't have been doing. Um, and this kind of set the course at a different pace and completely derailed the, that train yeah. um, to where like I've kind of realized like I don't need to be doing that. There's better things out there. Um, but yeah, my yeah, my biggest regret uh, professionally, I don't really have that many because I, I mean, I've only been working like four years, so it's not that much. Um, no, I guess like professionally. Um, I wish I would have taken it a little bit more serious at first. Um, I know for like about a year, like the first two years, I was like, nah, I'm not doing this shit. And I was like, nope, this ain't for me. I could 
care less. I'm punch in, punch out. And I kind of wish I didn't do that. Cause like, I wonder where, if I had like hit the ground running at that point, right when I first got here, like where I would be right now. Um, but yeah, I think that's like the biggest thing, but I mean, obviously I did well for the circumstances that I was in. And I think at that two year mark, I kind of like flipped the switch. Not because of the circumstances. Like you did well, period. Like you could even end that sentence right there. Mm -hmm. Uh, It wasn't because of the circumstances or in the circumstances. You did well. Like you did amazing. You did an amazing job. And you should honestly be proud of your service. Um, I appreciate that. Um, So the one of the last things I have is... I don't have any... I think I wrote it somewhere else, but, um, what was the, what was the environment like right after I left? What do you mean? Like today? <laughs> yeah. Cause like, I know like, it's I know, cool. like <laughs> yeah, I know like one of the other people there said that like, um, oh, it's going to be real quiet now. There's not going to be as much talking. Yeah. I got a lot of admin work done. <laughs> Just kidding. <That's> fair. <laughs> I think it was like really somber, honestly. I was really sad. I actually teared up when you started walking away for your badge. That's why I sat down and started doing work again. Um, Because, you know, there are, like, I feel like there's a few people who come in and they're just like happy and and easygoing. And you get a lot of the airmen, they're super salty coming in. Um, And I don't feel like you exuded that. Uh, you were very like every time you come in right you're like this little shiny bright light yeah walking around and you you engage with people who who don't necessarily talk very much and you know we kind of crack jokes here and there and you know it's all in good fun and on top of that you're one of the rare ones that can joke around and as soon as like hey I need you to do this like you just bam right? You can knock it out and you can change gears so fast. Um, stop yelling at me, Remy. Um, <laughs> um, a lot of the times you can't really get that with people. They think like, oh no, it's just like, they're jokey with me. So they're jokey all the time. Um, right. I think it's going to be really sad when you like, now that you're gone, it's just been, it was like quiet. Nobody really was talking anymore. Um, so I was sad. I was generally annoyed all afternoon um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we talked about that <laughs> I don't blame you. yeah it's gonna be i think it's gonna be really different and it's gonna be weird not coming into work like every day like um i've said it before and like i don't have any job planned or anything like that i don't have anything planned after i have like like shitty jobs like blah blah, blah just to make some cash real quick but um but I don't have any like nine to five stuff planned. Um, school's going to be pretty much all online because of the pandemic. Um, fine by me. It doesn't really bother me, but I think it's going to be really weird. And I was talking with my cousin today and he had just left the army last month. And he was like, dude, it's weird. Like not having to report to anybody, not having to um, come in, check your email, get work done. Like it's, I literally just sit at home, play video games, and then take my dog out for a long walk. And yeah, that's like one of the biggest things that like I'm kind of nervous about. Like, I don't know. I'm not going to have like that 
permanent structure anymore, right? That the same get in this uniform, get in this, in these boots and report in at this time every day. Like that's not going to be a thing anymore. And it's going to be, um, I think it's going to be challenging at first, but I think it's going to be a good challenge. And it's going to be, it's going to allow me to really focus on time management skills and things that I want to do and things that I want to get done. Like, right. So like now I can't tell myself like, Oh, I'm too busy to work out or like, Oh, I'm too this and too that. Like, nah, I got to get it done and everything. There's no reason why I shouldn't. Um, what's one thing that you're going to miss most about me being there? Like, yeah. What's one thing you're going to miss most? I'm just kidding. No. Uh... <laughs> she said having someone that I can rely on. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it's you. Honestly, like mm-hmm. I'm just going to miss you as a person, as a human being, right? Mm-hmm. Worker and all that stuff is great, but um I mean, you guys are are like my kids before I had a kid. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um you know, so it just makes me, it makes me sad um, that you won't be around. Um, you know, I mean, even then, like, you know, you guys like to talk about, like, how much, like, I've helped you grow, right? But you guys have seen me grow, too. You know, you saw me turn into, like, you saw me become a mom mm-hmm. and, like, that whole change. And you saw me, you know, become a senior NCO and and all of that. And so... Um, I am, I'm going to miss, I'm going to miss you as, as a person. Um, you're just, you're just so positive and you're just, you're just a great person to have around. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'll, I'll miss like, Hey, let's go, let's go get some lunch or like, Hey, let's like, let's go to the let's go to the snack bar so I can just complain about something <laughs> minutes. Uh, or, you know, make fun of something or like do an impression, you know, um, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I'll, and I will miss like, you know, hearing your ideas and, and just what your takes are on certain things and all and my just, different business adventures. Yeah. All your business different <laughs> adventures. Um, and just your, your, um, your conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Um, <laughs> conceited. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think I'm funny. Um, eh, you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I am going to miss that. I think it's going to be, it's going to be weird. Cause like, I'm not like, like I said before, like I'm not coming into work anymore like, or anything like that. Like, I'm not going to have people like come in to and like joke around with or anything like that. Like it's just me and like figuring out what, and like for once, like, which is a good thing. I need to do things that are for myself because I think over like the past probably 10 years, I've been nonstop doing things for other people, never putting myself forward. And now the one thing I want to do and the one thing I want to focus on is putting myself first. Um, And and really like setting that precedent for myself, especially as I go into something new, right. Instead of going into something and still doing work for all these other people or still uh, doing things for all these other people and never putting myself first. I want to actually sit down put myself first for a couple of years and then uh, get into something. 
um, a little bit more serious, but, um, and I think I'm going to miss that as well. I'm going to miss like joking around. Um, it was always nice to sit down, work, and then just joke around about bullshit. Um, whether it's you calling other people ugly or. (laughs) 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 Or us making fun of how other guys like mansplain things to you. It's just, (laughs) that's been the hot topic lately. Um, uh, yeah, no, I am going to miss it. What was it? I said my favorite is the outfit jokes. (laughs) (laughs) No, I am going to, I'm going to miss that. And it's going to be, it's going to be uh it's going to be hard to find that in other places and find that in other people because like that's like one of those rare things is that like right off the bat from the first day I met you I was like we were already like making fun of each other in a good and professional way whether it was like you liking the Nats even though you don't even know the players on there um and me I telling you like players. <laughs> me like telling you how much they suck and everything um but but no, that was like from day one, like we were able to just be friendly and like truly be ourselves with one another. And that I think that set the precedent. Honestly, say like be friends. Yeah. Like I would consider you, you know, a friend. Mm-hmm. I would. Um, mm-hmm. on, on August 22nd though. Yes, on August 22nd. <laughs> <laughs> <I'll tell Colmar. laughs> um. But no, and like, and I would think the exact same, like, I, I was like telling my mom, she, cause she was asking me, she was like, you know, like me whole, what are you going to miss and everything? Like, this is going to be completely different for you. And like, um, like my parents aren't around or anything. So like, I, I literally like, it's just me. Um, my brother lives pretty far away. So, um, so yeah, like, it's just going to be different. Um, I think it's going to be a new adventure, but it's going to be another chapter of my story. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to be good. Uh, I'm going to definitely miss the people in this place, not this place, but the people, um, this place is really kind of boring, but what all the fine dining options. You just got <laughs> <cool> today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to miss the people here. I think the people in like in our organization are genuinely good people. And like I was telling Patterson today is that like, Look, like, I know you may not like it here. You may not have any friends or, like, any good friends. But, like, go to Kansas City. Like, go like go make friends, dude. You're a very personable guy. And that's exactly what I did when I felt like I didn't really, like, have, like, anyone to talk to sometimes. Like, I would just, like, go and, like, hit up a friend in Kansas City. And, like, we would go somewhere and, like, meet all these new people. And I've developed some relationships with some of the people here in the city that I never even thought I would even meet. Right. And they're normal people. Like they're not military or anything like that. Like they're just normal people that I can like rely on and have fun with and do my own thing with. Um, and I think that's the one thing I'm not worried about is that I think I can find that in other places. Yeah. I will say just remember, I mean, I know like people like to like rag on the military a lot, but the great thing is like you do have a family. Mm-hmm. Like it is, it is a family. I mean, there's not very many other organizations that have it where, like, if one of my people call me at two in the morning, hey, my ass is down, you know, over looking for them or, you know, picking them up from somewhere or, 
you know, I've had someone call me, you know, at midnight and I went over to their house and I didn't leave till like four in the morning Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. because they just didn't feel like they were safe. And so I will say like the thing about the military is that you have those people, you know, you can say that it's a part of the job or whatever, but realistically, I don't, I think it's more than that. You feel duty bound to each other Mm -hmm. um, to protect each other. Um, And I will say like, remember just because you're leaving, like doesn't mean that you're leaving that family. Right. Right. And I I would absolutely agree. Like, um, like, you know, that I I don't have like the best family to rely on by any means, but I think this place has definitely shown me what a family is all about. And it's like caring for one another, being there for one another. Um, And like, that's like one of the best things that I could ever ask for from the military that it gave me. Yeah. It gave me like a bunch of money to go to school, but like the best thing that it gave me was a real family that I could count on and people that I knew were 100% there for me, which I'm thankful for. Um, Any last thoughts? Uh, any last thoughts? Um, I don't think so because I feel like a lot of what I've tried, like I tried to teach you and I've tried to impart, I think you've gotten it. I think that you're going to be great. I think, you know, I always say, you know, do good and be great. Go mm-hmm. do good things and be a great human being. You know, be mm-hmm. great at what you're going to do um, and strive for that. I hope that you don't stop pushing yourself. I hope that you don't end up playing video games and just <laughs> as cute as he is. Um, I really hope that the skills that you've learned and the things that you've done here are able to take you forward into like this new chapter of your life. And I, I really do like wish the best for you. Um, mm-hmm. I hope that you know that no matter what you can call me. Right. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Call me and you can, you know, count on me to try to help you in any way that I can. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, I'm not perfect. I don't always say the right things and I don't, I don't always like do the right things, but I try and I, I hope that I'm happy that I was able to help you. Like, thank you for allowing me to help you. Mm-hmm. Um, I always say that I have the privilege of mentoring and the privilege of supervising. And I I really use my words very carefully when I say that um, because it is a privilege. Um, You don't have to let me mentor you. Right. The fact that you allowed me to, I really, I really do thank you for that. Like that means a lot that you would trust me um, to influence your life in that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think it's always important. I never knew the importance of having a mentor until you like really taught me what a mentor is all about because like I remember someone else asked me like you know who do you consider a mentor or like your hero or whatever and I was like I don't know LeBron James I don't know and I never really understood the importance of it until like the past couple of days I've been like looking up questions to ask you or like trying to things think of things to like to talk about and I was like damn like it's actually like really important like to help like mold me and like help mold um, who I am as like a young man and how I am as like a professional as well. I think it's really important to have 
a mentor in all aspects of your life now. Um, I know I have like a very personal mentor now and um, I just met with this one guy and he's going to be like the new guy teaching me about all things sports writing. Um, obviously he can't replace the shoes that you've filled, but I guess the small shoes that you filled, you do have small feet, but um, I think I can learn a lot from him. Um, but I think like you said, when you, when I asked you about your first mentor, I think I'm always going to remember who you were. And I'm always going to remember all that, that feisty, feisty little <laughs> sergeant. <laughs> um, yeah, and I really do appreciate it. And I appreciate you teaching me all the things that I needed to be taught. And I didn't even know I needed to be taught, whether it was yelling at me for saying bad words in a brief or <laughs> if it was um, just like telling me that, like, hey, you need to get your shit together. Um, or you need to do this or you need to do that. Or like in, even encouraging me. Never really had that positive feedback for like a really, really long time. But when I finally got there, like, hey, you're doing a really good job. I was like, what? what? <laughs> um, yeah. For the cameras. <laughs> um, and then, no, I think it meant a lot and it helped me grow a lot. Um. I do have one last thought that I did think about and it's what's one thing I taught you from mentee to mentor. Ooh, um, patience. Oh. <laughs> 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 um, ironically, I don't even think this is ironically, but coincident, coincidentally, um, a lot of you have gone like flip flop, on the people that I've mentored, like, I'm going to stay in, I'm not going to stay in, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm going to stay in. Um, and I don't think I was ever as frustrated as I was with you. <laughs> 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 um, I don't necessarily know if it was taught, but I think it was definitely a reminder. Um, you very much reminded me that I need to continue to believe in you guys and support you even when you're not following a path that I thought you were going to go on. Mm -hmm. um, right. And I, and I think like, I remember when you messaged me and I think I finally said like, this is your path. Like I, I'm, I'm not the person to sit here and dictate what you're going to do or judge what you're, you know, a wall judge stuff all day, but, but um, I want it. I remember like being upset that you weren't going to actually re-enlist. Mm -hmm. And I had to sit down with myself and realize like, and one, I, I got upset with myself because I felt like it was so insensitive um, and so against everything I've taught you guys um, for me to sit here and like be upset that you're making a very personal decision um, on something for your future. Mm -hmm. And so I had to reevaluate how I was taking those, those things and, and, and if I was taking them in stride or not. Um, that really did like that, that really, it upset me that I was upset. Um, mm. And so I feel like you, you kind of reminded me that um, you guys have your own dreams and you have your own paths. And my job is to make sure that you get there, right? I've always said that, hey, my job is to make sure that you get where you wanna go. And whether it's me directly helping you or indirectly helping you, um, 
that was my reminder is yeah no and i think and i think that's that's pretty valid um considering like how like kind of like flip-flop i was um but i honestly think and like someone else told me this is like sometimes you just hit your limit and at that point um when the orders just randomly got canceled like that that was my limit yeah and that yeah (laughs) after (laughs) after flip-flop after flip-flop of things that were going on inside the military and the direction that um, everything is headed in. I, I think I just hit my limit and I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like I, can I? Sure. Yeah, I can. I can go to Japan. I can fight for that back and, um, I can go me and Adonis go and we'll be there for three years, but I don't think I would have been happy. Not like I am now. Yeah. And you said it the other day, like you were just like, you seem a lot happier. And it's true. I, I'm genuinely, I feel a lot less stress, um, than when I was moving to Japan. Um, and I feel a lot better about myself and feel more secure in what I want to do. Um, but, but yeah, I think that's pretty valid and it's, I'm happy that you finally found like the path that you're, you want to be on. Yeah. It took a while. (laughs) Yeah. Good Lord, you were going to school for everything. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hospital administration, hotel management. <laughs> hey, those are so good degrees, you know, I might consider. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think I, I really do want to be a writer. Um, I may not be the best writer right now. I mean, I really know English too well right now, but I think I, think I can teach myself. I got Rosetta Stone. <laughs> but no i think it's going to be i think it's going to be a good learning experience i've always enjoyed writing and i think to make that something more professional like the the best words that i can like tell the audience out there is that like one of my favorite authors said is bet on yourself just bet on yourself no one's no one else's might not bet on you but just bet on yourself tell yourself that you can do it and just do it and he's actually a sports writer now as well before he was a substitute teacher in Houston. And then um, he just, one day he bet on himself and he was able to become a sports writer for a pretty big company out in California. And um, that's his best advice is that like, you just have to believe in yourself and you have to just not give up. He worked the most menial degrading jobs but he did it to support himself and support his wife and his twins. So, and then he could finally become where he is now. And he's very successful. He's a New York times bestseller. His name is Shea Serrano. Um, and I, if, I would highly recommend any of his books. They're really funny and they're really uh, a good laugh, but that's, that pretty much wraps up the episode. Do you have anything else you want to say? No, nothing else. All right, cool. Have a good one guys. See ya. I'm not going to